Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitch Finley, 1067, the fan. Brian just dropped a whole bunch of papers. What time is your read? You got all these papers in your lap. Yeah, 11.40. 11.40? You have 40 minutes for that. That's a lot of papers. It's just three papers. That's a man that's preparing. It's okay, JP, to prepare. Have a plan. You know me. Execute it. Always prepared. <laughs> Every day is kickoff, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> B, I did get my, I got my S figured out a little bit playing golf yesterday. It was quite a relief because it was going poorly for a while. 27 holes? 27 of the worst golf holes I've ever played. And then somehow, probably through the magic. You, you remember what somebody told you and you the, just kept doing it. The magic of alcohol <laughs> kind of just snapped back together. It was when Brian showed up on on the back nine is when you when you turned it around. Maybe I needed you there. I needed you there. You just needed him there to, as right. emotional support. <laughs> Talking about our emotional health today. That's you needed that emotional support. <laughs> our guy, our guy Mitch Tischler is joining us. You can follow him. What is it at Mitch Tischler? There's at an Mitch underscore, underscore Tischler. Oh. I know you hate the underscores. The underscore gonna make JP lose his mind. Underscores are stupid. Be Mitch Tischler. Ten. Underscore. No, dude. Underscores. Bad news. Um, <laughs> here's what I want to do. I want to talk Sam Howell because Ron Rivera yesterday was asked live on NFL Network by Andrew Siciliano, who is a friend of mine and also one of the few people on earth that has bigger ears than I do. <laughs> um, he was asked about Howell, about, hey, coach, uh, who's your quarterback, basically? Let, let's hear Ron and Siciliano, and then we'll react from it because there's more Ron Howell stuff to discuss. Here is Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, asking Commanders head coach Ron Rivera about his quarterback situation. Ron, looking ahead, do you think your starting quarterback week one is on your roster right now? Well, I think he most certainly can be. I, I know this. We will go into OTA's minicamp and training camp uh, with Sam Howell more likely QB1, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's his opportunity. This is a challenge to him. You know, if he comes out and does the things that he's capable of, we believe he's capable of, he can most certainly be our guy. But we'll find out. And, again, that's what competition is going to do. It's going to bring out the best in all our guys. Any- Brian. Yeah. You played in the NFL for more than a decade. What did you hear? Mm, I don't know if he's, he's – I, I don't hear a person who's 100% sure. I think right now they they're, they have a quarterback on the roster, and how would you be moving forward acting as if you don't? He's the only guy that's really on the roster. <laughs> right. And you have to present it in that matter right now, or you look very, very unprepared. So, we'll see. You know, because he obviously the, you bring competition brings the best. It doesn't bring the best out of everybody. Some people are scared of competition. Now, I believe Sam Howell will be ready to compete, but ultimately, I don't know if they're really buying all that they're selling. Because if you bought all that you're selling, why the hell you didn't give him a better try last year? 
especially as Ron kept telling you that he didn't want to see Taylor Heineke. He was ready to bench him. He was ready to, yeah, exactly. to move on from him. And they still didn't go to didn't Howley. Go Granted, they were in the middle of a playoff chase. He didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to jeopardize that by bringing in the rookie. But he has no other option. He's the only quarterback on the roster. And with the quarterback failures that this front office and the coach-centric approach has created the past couple of years, I don't know that I want them as a big-picture Commanders fan. I don't know that I want them going out and picking the next quarterback or or getting the, the QB of the future. Whether it's, it's gone poorly so far. Yeah, that's, I think that's the question right there. The quarterback selection process has gone poorly. You say about opening up phone calls I think that's a nice later, way of saying it. Are people comfortable with the people that have made the decisions thus far in the last three years finding the next one? Well, let's let's let Ron speak a little bit more. I think he talked to Mike Florio and the Pro Football Talk gang about – Sam Howell, and about turning this thing over to a young, intriguing, exciting prospect, but certainly unproven. This is Ron Rivera talking with PFT. Now decisions need to be made moving forward. How much of Sam Howell's performance in that final regular season game helps you decide on what the path of the position is for 23? Well, you know, to, to, to answer that, Mike, the biggest thing we decide is he will start off as QB1. He will most certainly get the first opportunity. We go into OTAs and minicamp, you know, he'll be QB1. He'll fight for that position. We'll give him every opportunity to earn it. And we'll see what happens once we get into training camp and through it. And just so I understand what that means, because we've got, I think, an unprecedented quarterback musical chairs coming yes. in free agency. You're not in that this year. No. You're out of it. No, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, is is we have to find a guy to come in that's going to compete. You know, but in terms of finding a guy that you're going to, it's, it's going to, you're going to have to spend a lot of capital on. No, we're, we're not looking for a guy we got to spend a lot of capital on. We're looking for a guy who's going to come in and compete first and foremost. So exact opposite of last year when you guys called yes. every team literally, which yes. was smart. Let's yep. find out who's available. That's not your business this year. It's Sam Howell with a veteran backup, which you'll, you'll find sift the, it out once the, yeah, the, we, the music stops and the starter spots right. are all filled. We want to find the right situation, a guy that can come in and, and be that supporting guy that can really help him grow and become the guy that gives you an opportunity to win football games. Okay. Um, everything Ron said, I, I tend to agree with. I, I think... Howell and veteran QBX, Tyrod Taylor, whoever it is, you know what I mean? Like, whoever that is. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that strategy. What day is it, Brian? Thursday. The actual date. Ninth. February 9th? Yeah. Okay. February 9th, right? January has 31 days? Or is that the weird one? February is the weird one with 28. 28. Uh, 31 is January. 31 days of January. I think it is, yeah. Right? You guys are both right. 31 days of January, and today is the 9th, you said? Mm-hmm. Are we trying to do math here? 40 days into the year. We're 40 days into the year. Thank you, man. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where we were getting to with this. <laughs> we're 40... <laughs> we are 40 days into the year. All right. We are... A little bit of leeway here. 25 days since their season ended. Something like that. Give or take. Yeah. A, a little bit. About a month. January 1st. New Year's Day of this year. New Year's Day in Russia is the biggest holiday they have. At least according to my boy Yuri. Because it's the celebration 
of new things to come, of, of what will happen in the coming year. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for most people, New Year's Day, I love New Year's Day. I think it's a slept-on holiday. New Year's Eve is for children. But New Year's Day is a great day. You get to watch a Rose Bowl. My wife always makes me spaghetti and meatballs. I love New Year's Day. I had to work on New Year's Day this year. Yeah. The Commanders hosted the Cleveland Browns on New Year's Day this year. The Commanders were firmly in the playoff race on New Year's Day this year. Yeah. Hosting the Cleveland Browns. They started Carson Wentz in that game. Yeah. He threw an interception on the second play from scrimmage. Yeah. He was throwing bounce passes like Bobby Knight was coaching him. Mm-hmm. That was 40 days ago. That was 40 days ago. And, and you told the whole world how you had to bench Heineke because the offense wasn't getting it done. Dude threw an interception on the second offensive play from scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Now Howell's your guy? Now Howell's your guy? See, that's the thing how about, do you not go to him at halftime? The thing, and then you start him the next week. But the thing about it is, and, and they claim they only started him because Taylor told them that he deserved the chance, which I can't believe. I imagine Taylor told them something. And I don't know if it was as kind as, uh, yeah, no, the, the kid deserves the chance. I don't, I don't buy all that. But I know Taylor thing. a little bit. I never asked him about it. You don't get to be an NFL starting quarterback when you're my size at 5'11 and we give him 210, 205 mm-hmm. without a whole lot of guts. Yeah. And when you have that much guts and you fight that long, and then they're like, hey, we're going to play you for a quarter, and then we're going to go to Howell. I don't think it was a, hey, man, no problem, but I think you should give Sam the start. I imagine it was more like a Brian Mitchell conversation. If you plan on doing that BS, then you know what? I don't need to play at all. Yeah, I imagine but, but, but what there I'm may have been is, a one-finger but, salute. But see, this is the thing, though. From the first year when uh, he said that he had the right to change his mind, we've seen that mind constantly change like a roller coaster. Eventually, we need to see some consistency with it. Only thing I see now is that's been consistent is inconsistencies. So I, I just don't, I don't buy all this stuff that they're selling at this point. In the NFL these days, it doesn't take three years, four years, five years, six years to turn around an organization. You can do it quicker than that. We've seen teams do it. Oh, we know. There's a team, <laughs> the Eagles, there's a team the playing Bengals. The Super Bowl this year. How about it, the Giants? The Giants. Who, uh, Brian Dable should be exactly what you want in an NFL coach in that he came in with a offensive system that wasn't sure that it was working. You didn't know whether Daniel Jones was the guy, but he created a system that worked for him and made them successful. And this up and down, zigzagging, ping-ponging left and right. Snip-snap, snip-snap. Snip-snap over and over and over again with Ron isn't good for the emotional health of this organization. 40 days ago. <laughs> That's not a lot. Of, like, That's not. In, the, in, the, in the scope of time in the universe, that is a very, very small snapshot. Yeah. 40 days ago, he started Carson Wentz and stuck with him at halftime. Yeah. I think they even had the lead at halftime. But now you're presenting to everyone that wants to listen that, no, 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 we have great faith in this guy coming up. He's our QB1. Know why? Because he's the only one. Think about that. Do you believe 
they won't go after anybody else? No, because they have to go after somebody else. Do you believe they won't go after somebody that clearly supplants Howell? In that situation, I'm going to go here with that. When you and I both heard them talking about this budget thing, maybe they can't go after anybody else. And I believe the only way that they don't go and try to grab somebody if that things have been put in motion that you are not allowed or you can't go get somebody. They don't know who's um, – if this ownership thing is going through – Derek Carr. Let, let, they don't know who it's going to be. No. They don't know how this person wants to spend. Maybe, just maybe, it's been a little message presented that uh, we might not want to try and do anything at this point. What? It's going to be a quiet middle of March, you think? We saw him go after a $10 million quarterback, a $28 million quarterback. Now all of a sudden we ain't go after nobody. Let me throw something at you. Because our fifth-round rookie has 11 completions. Who out there, outside of Derek Carr, clearly supplants Sam Howell? It's a great question. There's not I, a lot of big-name, great quarterbacks that are floating around. You know why? Those guys get paid. See, the thing, I, I think what, what, what has transpired over the last two years is that we, we've told this fan base, the commander's fan base, that we have to get us a quarterback. And then you presented two of them to them, put them on display. And right now, nobody wants to hear that again because the two that you presented didn't get it done. They didn't, they didn't need they, – it wasn't always about quarterback. It was first we had to build up the team and then drop in the quarterback. And then it was panic mode, let's go get a quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like Carson I said, Wentz. that inconsistent consistency. But I think I, – I, I am – I'll ask the room here. I am intrigued is, is the best word I can come up with with Howell. I think he's got – I've watched a lot of him now. He's got a live arm. The arm is uh, he, legit, he has a live arm. I think and I like got, his feet. He, he can move. But the thing of it is this. I, I worry about his eyes. What I worry about is the support group is not constant into what they feel and think. Would it be helpful for a young quarterback to have an offensive coordinator? Yeah. Would it be helpful for a young quarterback to know who's calling the plays? It would be helpful for a quarterback to also understand that my coach – if something goes wrong, it's not going to completely flip and change on me. I will say, though, all offseason, last season, last offseason, up into training camp, Carson, 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 Carson. He was, Ron Rivera was as supportive of Carson Wentz trying as to prove that point. arguably any coach was with any quarterback. But he was trying, trying to out everything. He was, I, I don't he think was, Bill that Walsh spoke as highly of Joe Montana Correct. as he Ron was Rivera trying did. to make us believe the crap that they were selling. He was trying to speak but, in resistance. But this young man right here, when they did not give a new deal, we knew that they didn't care. It was obvious. They, they Look, you can't tell me I love this guy when you are setting – you making sure you have a situation where you can get away from him when the year's over. And that's exactly what they were doing. You can't tell me I am in – this guy is the greatest of love when you got one foot out the door on him already. So I didn't buy all that crap. That was trying to make me think you were telling me the truth when I know it wasn't the truth. It was the old Ernie Grunfeld card. They, it was an arsonist fireman. You made the trade. It was bad. The guy <laughs> couldn't play. But, hey, at least we didn't rework his deal. There you go. We can get rid of him. My point about that was also that get rid of him. What are we waiting for? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, My point because, about the support, though, Well, they do have two people on the roster still now. 
two quarterbacks on the roster. Yeah, I mean, until the new league year opens. <laughs> Logan Thomas, too. <laughs> my point about my point about Ron with Carson is 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 that there is that support potentially there for Sam Howell if Ron stumps as hard for Sam as he did for Carson last year. If he goes out there and and but think about it, he Sam's going to have support he's, until he until he fails because we know that you know Ron will tuck tail and it'll be someone else's fault. He stumped for Carson. But, and then when Carson got hurt and things started going bad, it wasn't like he was rushing him back. So he didn't really support him all the way. And then he decided to put him in a situation that many people are still scratching their heads about. And at this point now, you've already said that the other guy is your guy. And he's not even off your roster yet. I got a question for you. Ron makes the trade for Carson. He has that speech after the Bears game. I'm the bleeping guy. I looked at the analytics, right? We, we all heard it. Yeah. You said Ron was doing everything he could to convince the fans that Carson was his guy. Here's the question. Was Ron doing everything he could to convince himself that Carson was the guy? Probably so. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitch and Finley live in Arizona. The sun is rising in the valley here. We're out here for the Super Bowl. Now, should you want to listen to the Super Bowl in your car or on your Alexa at your house, you can listen to it right here. Right on the station, baby. Dude, we talked about it yesterday. Big man, Mitch Tischler sitting in with us. Um, Do you ever listen to – Landfill, tell me if I'm wrong, because I keep crediting Westwood One, who I think does all the broadcasts. Big game football radio broadcasts are so good. They really nothing puts you in the in the in the spot like a radio broadcast because it's it's so descriptive and I feel like it's the usually, voices are so iconic. Is it Kevin Harlan that does yeah, it? Harlan does a lot of stuff. I, I listen to him and I, and I he's always, so good. I always tell people the guy that is on the radio that will give you a game and basically make you see it based on how great they describe it. They are out this damn world, man. I mean, think about how many Redskins football team commanders fans over the years pause the TV, let the radio catch up, and you're listening to the radio while watching the game on TV. When you have an iconic broadcast, that's what you do. Yeah, exactly. So if you're – and the other thing is unless you're a true degenerate like – Me? Like Mitch or me or Brian – um, a lot of people are kind of running around on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, I might go down to over-under for a little while. Like, I might be running around. Going different places. But yeah. you want to you stay connected with it. Right. So just put yeah. the radio. I mean. 106.7, the fan. Keep it locked. If you're listening to us right now, yeah, just leave it on at because all times. I, like, like, like what you're doing right now. You're making people feel like they're here. You hear your voice. They know exactly what happened. <laughs> or the Brian Mitchell bungalow. <laughs> We are, we are in B. Mitch's bungalow. This is a um, this sweet bungalow, though, dog. Yo, you were supposed to make ribs last night. You all decided you didn't want it. I had that ribs. That is incorrect. I had ribs last night. All I wanted was to have ribs at the house. 
And then everybody decided we got to play craps, we got to play blackjack, we got to do this, we got to do that. You didn't have anything to do with that? No. I was the one that's, I, I'm the bleeping guy that said, <laughs> let's go to the grocery store now. I don't know that I heard grocery store mentioned once yesterday. I ended up. Well, I know. I had to go. John Riggins, Dressway, Krabs, I had to go to the Radio Row and talk. And I said, why don't you hit the grocery store on your way back? How was I going to go? I didn't have a car. You could have borrowed a car. I don't have a car to offer, but people do. <laughs> U-B-E-R. Uber can take you to the grocery store. I'm not going on damn grocery store. You imagine no calling an Uber from a grocery store with like 10 bags of ribs? <laughs> <laughs> Uber drivers probably see some wild stuff, but picking a dude up at Safeway with 10 hey, bags I'm of gonna ribs. I'm going to tell you, these Uber drivers are, are very clever because I was when I was coming from um, uh, down at the, uh, the convention center coming over to the golf course, the guy said, hey, Brian, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you want to have your own personal driver while you're here? I, I said that guy's working. I say, nah, I'm good. I say, uh, I'm I'm meeting my friend. They already have a car, so we we. I said, I just had to go somewhere you different. Said yes, no, because I don't. He wants to get paid. We need just waiting. No. When we were in Minnesota, however many years ago that was, yeah, we were, we were out there. Well, if you remember too, Minnesota was freezing cold. Yeah. So I I paid a dude that actually. Hope nobody's listening. NBC paid a dude that week. <laughs> because, oh, bruh, you know, the, the price is there. It was. I it mean, went from fifteen twenty immediately ninety. Dude, the it next was, day it was. Cra- and both of us were staying out by the airport. Yeah, and everything was downtown unless you were going to the mall. I mean, Minnesota's a weird place. Yeah, and that's everything where Radio Row was at the, the mall. mall. Right, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I probably overpaid, but my guy Harvey got it done that week, man. That was my well, guy. I, that dude, I was like, nah, bro, because I was riding with him, and I, I was a little worried because the car was like, it looked like it was doing a jiggy. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, this thing needs a damn alignment. <laughs> That's why he's trying to get paid. <laughs> needs to get that thing fixed. Oh no, biggest off season priority for Ron Rivera and this Commanders team. Is what Mitchell? He's identified but, as quarterback. Yeah, if you're taking quarterback off the table, it's fixing the offensive line because that thing went almost nuclear uh, last year in terms of how bad it was. You got to fix the interior of that O line, and Andrew Norwell's probably gonna be gonna be back, so you might only be looking for one guard. You got to figure out what you're gonna do. Center. At center, I think at, center to me is the top of the list. I, I I think they have to. I'm with you on that, Mitch, about fixing this offensive line. Because Jay, since I met you, what I talk about Always. about every game, the like Mitch, you you love the big guys, and I'm with you on that because I don't think you can have a successful football team without having big guys that are good at their job. How do they have so much focus on getting a D line like they did, but the offense is an afterthought? That that makes no sense to me. And I would say, secondly. Whatever this plan is, was, going to be, be consistent with it. Because I, right now, man, I, we've seen three, four different things in the last three years. Everything is an adjustment, a change. No, find a way of what you want to do and do it consistently. Like if, if I'm getting ready to go straight, I spoke at, uh, Data, at Data Bank on a Monday. I had my plan for my speech. But what if I start talking about it, then I go there, go there, go People would be confused. There was a, a young man that played at 
was a very good football player. Played in Dallas a little bit. Played for, I think, Notre Dame, whatever. And he was speaking before at this, at this company. And they were like, we didn't know what he was talking about. So I was damn straight my, trying to make sure I keep the point. Game on. That's what they wanted to talk about. And I stuck with everything. And boom, after I left, they just kept talking about what I was talking about. And I think as they start going through the process of finding this offensive coordinator, that has to be a major portion of that offensive coordinator interview. Yeah. What is the plan? How are you going to execute it? And what do you need to, to make it happen? And what if I'm saying the offensive coordinator, I say, um, so what's your plan as I come in here and try to fix this thing? Are you going to be somebody that's going to help me? Or are you going to hinder me? Because – the last thing an offensive-minded person wants is a defensive-minded person questioning every damn thing that they do and telling them how to do something when that's not your, your, your expertise, dude. Sometimes you got to be able to swallow your thoughts and let that guy run his business. I, I think yesterday, speaking with the media, R- Rivera made it fairly clear that he wants Eric Bieniemy to be the OC. If you're Bieniemy. And we, we understand, you know how they describe, uh, like, politically, the, the relationship between the U.S. and the United Kingdom, Britain. Mm-hmm. It, it, they, they call it the special relationship. Like, that's my guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, like Mitch with the uh, ranger on the golf course yesterday that came up and screamed at us. He's like, maybe that's not my guy. Anyway. <laughs> I was just doing my best Ron Rivera impression. <laughs> Flip-flopping. Ron believes he has something with Andy and if they're going to get Eric it seems like he thinks that that relationship is going to land him if you're the enemy and the head coach said or maybe it was even Martin said they want to run the ball twice as much as they throw the ball do you dismiss that as nonsense or are you like Wait, you want me to come be your OC and you want me to run the ball 80% of the time? But see, that's what I say. Uh, I would think every one of those questions is going to be answered before I sign anything. Because I'm going to go to Baltimore and check out what they're doing there too. They run the ball a fair amount in Baltimore. Yeah. But if I can be a person who take that running game and then enhance it with some passing, that's special. But the thing about it is, that that is great in thought about oh we want to run it twice as much as we we pass it. That's not going to happen in this day and age of football. And if I am a a, a a coordinator that is sought after, I'll be damned if you're going to make me run the ball two times more than I do and then I uh, pass it. That's what I like. That will have to probably be in in the contract. Listen. You don't come and bother me about this thing. But I, I mean, I know, I know you guys have talked about this on on the radio plenty, and we've talked about it. Do you believe them that they want to run the ball that much, no. or do you think that's just something that they I, said? You know what? Defensive minded coaches, that's the way they feel and think, because they always think like this: my defense can hold people down. We just run it, run it, run it. If, but my thing is, I don't care how good you run the football. If you don't get touchdowns at the end of the drive. It's a waste of damn time because let's say you take the ball, you go run against team, run, 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 run. You had the ball for 10 minutes, you kick a field goal. They go and have two minutes, get a touchdown. Then you run, 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 you get a field goal. They throw another touchdown. 
guess what you're going to do in the, in the third uh, possession? You can't run the ball no more. You got to start throwing it too, right? And in this day and age with, you know, all the offensive rules, you can't just run the ball. You have to have a successful running attack, but it can't be the only attack that you have. Yeah. You have to be able to threaten them downfield. You Tennessee has a, downfield. as good a running attack as anybody else, but guess what? They're always looking late in the uh, playoffs. You know when things fell apart for Tennessee? When they got rid of A.J. Brown, like <laughs> a receiver. No, yeah. things fell apart when they got Ryan Tannehill and thought that he was going to be enough to, to get them into the play, to get them where they wanted to go. I mean, they were the one seed in the AFC with Tannehill. How'd that work out? They lost, but you lose A.J. Brown. <laughs> All right, but then you lose A.J. Brown, they're just out of the playoffs. Yeah, right. That's a hell of a drop right there. I... <sighs> and watching what A.J. Brown's doing up in Philly right now. You think the enemy's going to take this job? I don't know. You know him at all? No, I don't know him that well. But I would say this. <laughs> BNB can take this job if the right price is offered. Do you think that's going to happen? That's very possible, though. So they're going to pay up <clears throat> for an offensive coordinator. If you want the right one, yes. Do you think they're going to pay up for players this offseason? Because I don't. A $2 million offensive coordinator is not a $100 million not a, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I talked to a guy. I think I think the number for the enemy is going to be three to four. But and I think if you're Washington. Three to four is still not $100 yeah. million. I, sure. And guess what? There's not a salary cap on them. Right. <laughs> also, the salary cap on those players. Deal. Yeah. We're talking about $7 billion. But you don't have to put the money away. Right, right, right. Like you, you do for players. Check. Right, yeah. Yeah. I just I, I can't unhear. We tried for Stafford, we got Fitzpatrick. We tried for Russ Wilson, we got Carson Wentz. Yeah. I just I I, I, I prove me wrong, please. Yeah. Prove me wrong. When we come back, we're gonna give away Brian Adams tickets. Right now, though, gotta tell you about our good friends over at Paul Henry's Windows. I've worked with Paul for a long time. Did I show you the pictures yesterday? Yeah. No. Dude, I had crop Metcalf at my house yesterday putting the HVAC in the you porch. You told us about it. Dude, my my porch is no longer a porch. It's just house. Kind of like my bungalow? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's probably smaller than your bungalow. <laughs> this is a nice bungalow. Uh, but working with Paul Henry has changed my house, man. All new doors, all new windows. Great, great service. His son is who's always come to my house. I, yeah, I think his son's coming to your house, too. Um, Paul's just a great dude. I text with him all the time. And you're going to get... Great service, great pricing, and you're working with a family-owned business, man. And that just means so much. I know you've had a ton of success working with Paul. I've had a ton with him, and I think all the service is first class. That's the main thing about him. I love people to come to my house, and I don't have to worry about anything. And Paul has been there twice already. I already said it. Paul, be calling you. you got to come back again. I need some other stuff done, and I know that you're going to get it right. I think the whole thing about it is when you're dealing with people that you know take care of business, Quicker than what they say for the most part. You, you you don't have to be worried about so much. And the utility bills went down, but the windows are absolutely terrific. The doors are as well. If you want to receive windows now, you can go and receive $100 off windows with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today and tell him B. Mitchell Finley sent you. PaulHenryWindows.com. Your clear home improvement choice. Landville. We're back. I got a piece of French toast. And I had nowhere to put it, so I put my backpack down on the floor and then put my French toast on top of it. I feel like that was a pretty good nah, solution. Nah. That's disgusting. Where do you GD. want me to put? <laughs> Why is that disgusting, Jeff? 
Bro, your Where bag that has been? been everywhere. On the green. <laughs> that bag has traveled all over the on place. On the airport and, floor. Yeah, and you're just throwing your thing on there and eating it. Would I be better off putting it on the floor? No, you should have left it right on your computer. I don't want Listen, you know how little I value most things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't take care of a lot of things. Oh, you just should have. I take care of this computer. You could have walked in here with a, a napkin. There's two plates right behind B-Mitch. Or you could have just put it right on yeah. B-Mitch's head. That Damn, really I didn't realize. B- Why are you hiding all the plates, man? You brought that plate in here earlier. Yeah, but you hid them. All right, <laughs> Jeff, now my French toast is on a plate. Do you feel better? And now the plate's on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you wow, man. <laughs> You're wild, Jeff. Why are you putting your French toast on the floor? Where everyone is walking, there's germs in the air. You're just nasty, JP. Because I'm in a bungalow, bro. There's not a lot of tables. You want me to put it on your bed, B? Put it on your lap or hold the plate. Yeah, how about that? I think the boys in the fish tank are upset they don't have French toast. It's pretty good. No, we're Um, upset that they left us in D.C. and they're in Arizona. I bet Landfill's not upset. You might be upset. (laughs) I'm actually not not upset, no. Yeah, dude. No chance Landfill's upset. Landfill. You're Landfill. supposed to at least be on my side for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Landfill, would you want to be out here for this boondoggle, or would you rather be at home? Oh, I would so much rather be at home. <laughs> I don't now, know about that, Landfill. Now, Jeff, you would much rather be out here for the boondoggle, correct? Yes, with all the shenanigans. I want to wake up with my voice sounding like crap, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, kind of a shot at me, but I'll take it. Nobody took shots at B the other day when he he sounded awful. That's because we had to, we had to tell B that he sounded awful because he really didn't believe he sounded awful. <laughs> I think I sounded good. <laughs> I see. I, I bounced back. JP seemed to go worse and worse. Yep. <laughs> it's usually about this point of Super Bowl week where the voice I starts can't going wait from tomorrow. raspy to gone. I mean, we're going to waste management today. Uh, How do you think the voice is going to be tomorrow? Oh, There's going to be a lot of yelling today. Landville, what happens? Can you tell CK I'm sick tomorrow? I hell no. How do you think that would go? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about he would that. He say, well, that's every day. He's sick every day. <laughs> hey, CK, I'm sick for Friday of Super Bowl week. Yeah. No big deal, yeah, right? I tried to get off one week, one year to go play <laughs> Cyprus. Damn. And was I told the- I couldn't. And I really, really almost got into a fight with my buddy. I Was that, <laughs> was that CK or CJ? That was CJ. Then. Oh, man. <laughs> I He said, I could go play in your place. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's you're the not, last damn thing you're going to do. You're not taking my invite. Hell no. Um, <laughs> that's hysterical, dude. You got to tell me that story off air. Um, did you see? I, I wanted to touch on this briefly before we give these tickets away. Is Kyrie Irving just the biggest butthole on the planet? I think Kyrie Irving was just ahead of this whole thing. With uh, he knew KD wanted out too. Fine, but like he balled last night though. What was so wrong in Brooklyn that these guys are like, oh my gosh, it was awful. That you're both getting paid forty, fifty mil a year. Like, yeah, but just like a lot of guys were getting paid out here in Arizona too. When Phoenix was going, when they had this idiot uh, owner that was here. So sometimes things can be working behind the scene that just run. But Kyrie is just, he busts his own drum. But 
I, I can tell you one thing. I think he's a jerk, dude. Their offense is going to be fantastic. I don't know if they're going to play any defense. I just wish the NBA would, would quit Kyrie. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> I, every 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 week, every month, every year, there's some other thing happened, and he's offended and has, has, has gone wrong. Yeah, it's like the but, dude doesn't even play games. He's he had a calf injury all of a sudden and was sitting out. He came in there and played last night, boy. And and his owner was high fiving him and hugging him. That's what he needs. He needs somebody just to make him feel good. He'll be upset about something very soon. Right. <laughs> like, if he gets pissed off in this situation when he asks to be traded and goes somewhere, then I'll have a, a serious problem with him. That team now, all of a sudden, they got some firepower. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Kyrie or Luka, they don't play no defense. Nobody. Nothing. Now, uh, who is it? Uh, you know what night? I do enjoy, though? Remember, it was two weeks ago, ten days ago, whatever. Remember Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. took a bunch of shots at the Wizards when Not, the Mavs lost? Gone. And he's like, oh, you know, we're focused on winning championships here. You're gone. Yeah. They traded you away. They don't care about You're you. In Shut up. No, in where the hell is that? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Um, Durant being out here. I, I don't hide this. I've never, I don't think I've ever met him. I don't think I've ever spoke to him. I'm a Kevin Durant fan, period. He's one of the best basketball players on the planet, and he's from where I'm from. And and it's a fairly stupid reason to really be a fan of somebody, but that's where I'm at. It is what it is, brother. His career, man, is starting to get sloppy. I don't know the right word for it. But, I mean, Oklahoma City, Golden State, Brooklyn, now Phoenix, like they they move so much in the NBA right yeah. now. I think everybody moves in the NBA. Look at LeBron. <laughs> hell, you know, one of the yeah, best he, ever. He moved like, every hell. other year. He's, he, he, he's he he started with the decision. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> um, you're right. I just LeBron has also stacked up some hardware, right? Durant has – I know he has the one ring. Does he have two from the Golden State era? I think it was two. I, I would just love to see – like maybe it's this year out here in Phoenix. I don't know. But you'd love to see another run because that Golden State team, to me – That Golden State team could have been very, very special. But, dude, he was an interloper there. That wasn't his team. That was Steph's that was Clay's team. Still, but even Draymond's crazy we, we ass can, team. We can say who team he was, but when when it came down to it, they were they were deferring at KD. They, they've won with <laughs> they they won with him, but they've won without him now twice. Yeah, I understand. But when he's also went, a two time Finals when, MVP. When he was there, believe me, he made it a lot easier for him. Yeah, KD's his his career does feel disjointed, but I think that's kind of how NBA superstars are becoming. There aren't guys that. Are really you know one team Staying guys one team the whole time, but I mean yeah. he's I, I Brad Beal, two titles and he has two two Finals MVPs. It's pretty good. Here's what we're gonna do: caller ten right now 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Caller ten will win Brian Adams tickets. Brian Adams presents the So Happy It Hurts 2023 tour with special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts at CFG Bank Arena in Baltimore on Tuesday, June 6th at 7.30. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.